Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Friday, October 14th, 2022, and this is the fifth and final part of our week-long NBA season preview series. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, it's Tass Mellis. Podcast listeners, this is for you! Next to him, we got the bearded one, my top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. hey yo! And over yonder, making the magic happen, dog-sitting at this very moment... <laughs> Super producer JD. Hello. Hey. There he yeah, is. You may hear some munching and crunching. Uh, Hazel's got a pig's ear right now. <laughs> it's not a quiet treat, is no, it? No, I thought it was going to be quiet. It's, uh, I don't know why I thought that. It was hard as a rock when I gave it to her. So she's just munching and crunching. Uh, right What's well, old is new again. We started this show with a dog <laughs> prancing around. You could hear its nails like That's 18 true. years ago. You're right. Nearly, yeah. Clickety-clack on the hard hardwood. <laughs> and now there's a dog in the classic factory, <laughs> yeah. none on a pig ear. I love it. Uh, shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Make sure you like the video. All right? Hit that little thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't already. Comment away here in the stream team. Get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. Send in your questions and comments to nodunksattheathletic.com or hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at No Dunks Inc. New Beach Steppin' podcast on Monday, so we need Hells your cues yeah. and comments about the season previews, about the upcoming NBA season, something we haven't talked about, really anything you want. Send that in. Best way, no dunks at theathletic.com. And check out yesterday's No Buffs episode, our Survivor Recap podcast, uh, if you are a Survivor fan. That's got its own YouTube feed and its own podcast feed. It was a blast talking with TK and, and JD about that one. No dogs, unfortunately. No dogs. Yeah. Didn't have no a dog. Dogs. Gabe, no. Gabe Kapler's getting voted out next week. You're calling oh, no, what, what's the old what's, what's the older player? Gabe Kapler. I call him Gabe yeah. Kapler. Mike, what's yeah. Mike, Mike Gabler. Kapler. Kapler, okay, yeah. Gabler. Yeah. Gabler. Yeah. Yeah. I only know I him as Mike, so. Yeah, that's what. No, he's not. I like call him Gabe Kapler. So you don't, you don't think he's going to play his uh, idol? Because he's safe. He's, if he goes to Tribal he, Council and he plays it, he's safe. He's a proud fellow. Oh, so oh trick yeah. I'm with but it. I don't I mind think this. Owen's going to make him play yeah. the idol for him. <laughs> oh, come on. You guys are crazy. <laughs> All right. 
I love it. They're called Prom Crazy. <laughs> I, think, I think Gabe Kapler's got to show up. Oh, Gabe Kapler. Um, okay, let's get into our final batch of questions here, guys. Uh, and our first one, it's a surprise question <laughs> that you didn't even know was coming. Have you ever had sex while wearing a Superman cape? Because <laughs> Dwight Howard has. And he told DMZ uh, all about it multiple times. <laughs> He's done it. <laughs> so, Trey, you ever gotten superhero kinky? I've never been Superman. Um, for for Halloween, a Galf or Garth Algar wig? Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah, from Wayne's World. Algar is his last name. Yeah, I was Anyways. like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, I just was walking around the party. I like to play. <laughs> the whole time. Excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> okay, but not a Superman kid. No, no, well, no. I would never be Superman. I don't have the pecs. Okay. <laughs> so are you saying you had sex in the Garth Algar costume? Hey, no or, comment, No, man, no all right, comment, all right. man. Just what is to this? Confirm. All right. Is this a Stephen A. Smith gotcha moment? <laughs> 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 I did that in a Spider-Man mask. <laughs> Which part? The, the eating or eating the being ass. eaten? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shooting webs. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about you? Gotcha. You, you got a cool suit. You look like Superman if I squint. <laughs> sure. Thanks. Uh, I guess it's a surprise question, but is it is it that surprising that Dwight no. did this? No, it's surprising no. it's taken this long for him to admit. It or, yeah. or I mean I don't know I didn't I didn't do a deep dive on how this came up was he asked about it <laughs> did he just want to share it get it off his Superman chest uh, yeah it feels yeah, right sure. I mean, he's a free agent right now he's like maybe this is the last time I'm gonna be asked about it I mean, <laughs> <laughs> gotta make sure people know <laughs> I was trying to think of like other dunk contest props <laughs> like is uh. Is Gerald Green going to come out and say he had sex on the poker table that he jumped over, you know? <laughs> oh, he's done it in socks, socks. for sure. <laughs> Cupcakes, maybe. Yeah. For, uh, yeah. Oh, look. And there's a dog. dog. <laughs> Podcast got to have a dog. <laughs> uh, we are off the rails. It's, it's a while. Yeah, this yeah. is my fault. I put this question in. It's all right. High jinx and suit. Okay, look at this. Good, man. Yeah, Hazel, you're Hazel, a star. Hazel's just below the table here. <laughs> yeah, can sort of. She's. Sort of blends into the background, yeah, doesn't she? she? Does. Yeah, that's right. why I got her. <laughs> <laughs> a man's gotta have a camouflage dog. <laughs> Okay. Oh, there she goes. She has no consideration for the cables around no, here, she's Hazel. She's going to destroy something here in a second. Who's <laughs> yeah. a good girl? Okay, first question. Let's do it. Hazel, chime in if you want. Surprise playoff team, gentlemen. <laughs> um, to me. I'll start us off yeah, here. Please. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers. Do you remember that stretch last year in February? They won four straight. It was Josh Hart. Uh, I'll be honest, I don't. I yeah. That yeah. One. It's a much written about four game stretch. Okay. Anthony Simons, Josh Hart, and Yusuf Nurkic. You throw in a Damian Lillard yeah. at the peak of his powers, as he says he is, plus a Jeremy Grant. They're there. Is that am I am I convincing anyone? No, because you know why? Surprise! The real surprise is there isn't one. There isn't going to be a real surprise <laughs> really? team in the playoffs in the top six. I do not think so. Either conference? No, I don't think so. Wow. I think we've talked about it. I think I think there's too many good teams this season. Maybe to some broadcasters out there, the Raptors are going to be a surprise. I saw it again, again on NBA TV. Mm-hmm. Another broadcaster saying the Raptors aren't going to make it. Brendan Haywood, B Dub, what's going on? How can you call someone B Dub if it's Haywood? <laughs> 
it feels like B Dub is, is is the right is the right. Nickname. Anyways, how the Raptors are, have gone over ten of the last eleven years in their over under. Anyway, I don't think there's a. I I I, I, fi- I find the Blazers could be a team that sneaks into the play-in tournament. But as far as a real playoff tournament, I mean, I I had to lie and say a real playoff team is nah. I don't I don't buy the top so, six. So you tackled this by. You don't even count the playoffs now as the top eight teams eventually because Listen. of the play, and you were looking at just the six. I and if you're going that, I agree with you. Then there probably isn't a surprise. Yeah, I think, I think the Blazers could sneak in there, and and I and I do think the smart move by Chauncey Billups as head coach there is to throw Anthony Simons in there and let him ball uh, because I think there is a they could have a defensive attitude with. Josh Hart again. Who, the, it was a great little four-game stretch. You don't remember it because it was a four-game stretch in February when uh, it's they were out of the picture already. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do think they can put it together enough to be in the play-in tournament. And there's going to be some disappointed Western Conference teams. Yeah, I mean, they're sort of in that second tier, you know, with the the Pelicans even. With the Kings, who everyone's in love with. <laughs> Are the Lakers a yeah. surprise playoff team? They would be a surprise playoff okay. team, I think. Okay. I don't Cons- like. Considering uh, who's in the okay, West. Okay. Okay. I, uh, back to the Blazers. The- I, there's some bad news to start the season with them. Gary Payton II, he's going to miss the start of the regular season already mm-hmm. as he continues to recover from a core muscle injury. Team said he's going to be reevaluated in a couple weeks, but he is critical to. What, what, what is that now? That's a that's dog, dog drinking water. No, it's a dog drinking water. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, GP2, he's pretty critical to uh, to them having a decent defense, right? I mean, the hopes is they have an average defense at this point because they've been basically the worst for like the last three seasons running. So I hate that start. Yes. But hopefully it's only a couple weeks. But Because yeah. I mean, has... I'm high on the Blazers as we've gone over. I'm he's going to be a bench player. He's going to be important but not as significant as the starters in Hart and Grant. You might be closing games though when Maybe. you need stops. I don't know. I don't, yeah, it's a, it's a question. Okay. Uh okay, so yeah, figure it out, Trey. I mean, it, it's tough to pick like a top 6 or I I totally agree. I think that uh Maybe the Lakers would be my choice for a surprise team to actually make it into the top six in the Western Conference because I was just looking at the 10th seed in the Eastern Conference because, to me, Charlotte will drop out of that spot, leaving uh, a potential play-in, playoff tournament uh, appearance for the Wizards and the Knicks. I'm taking the Wizards over the Knicks because I think it would be more of a surprise. And then in the Western Conference, I think, obviously, the Spurs and Jazz are going to be the teams dropping out. That gives you a spot for the Lakers. The Kings and the Blazers. I got the Lakers and the Kings. Yeah. You know, Game of Thrones is back, so I'm rolling with the Wizards and the Kings. <laughs> yeah. I think that's I think that's right. Damon Lillard. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote those are the teams Damon I wrote Lillard. down in the West. Kings, Blazers, or Lakers as your potential surprise playoff teams. And then in the East I wrote down Bulls, Pistons, Magic, or Wizards as surprise. No one's convinced. No, I don't. No. I don't hear anyone any conviction in anyone's voice because, as you said, we talked about yesterday. There's gonna be so many 50 win teams. It's gonna be hard to to knock one of those teams off. How do you feel about your Bulls? They're way ahead of the teams you listed, for yeah. sure, guaranteed. Yeah. The Bulls finished in the sixth seed last year. They're bringing everybody back. Obviously, Lonzo is out right now, um, and he will be out to start the season. But it looks like Io Desumo is gonna be stepping in as the starting point guard. Looks like he's made a little bit of a leap. Had a great rookie season. A little bit older as a rookie, so maybe his development won't be super high, but it could be pretty quick as he progresses on. I think. Uh, at this point, you would have to consider the Bulls a surprise playoff team if they get back to the sixth seed or higher. But I think they're at least guaranteed top nine. 
<laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a thing now. Yeah, it's now it sounds like uh, there's the there's the talk about expanding the NCAA tournament beyond the get out of here. I mean, beyond we're now, 68 teams? Yeah, we need more. We need more. No, we don't. No. We absolutely don't need more. And uh, it's just going to be hard for these teams to crack it. Uh, I, I see people here in the stream team saying, has Tass seen Nurkic move his feet this season, as Luke Woodbridge said? Listen, we're reaching here, I think, for teams that could make it. And, yeah, the Yusuf Nurkic problem is a big problem for the Portland mm-hmm. Trailblazers. Can you have a good defense with Nurk back there playing a ton? They may have to go small just to, to play up to Chauncey Billups' standards. It's going to be tough. It is so tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we're going to be saying that a lot this year. But, yeah, either you're uh, you're going for Yama. We'll get to the, the best slogans for tanking. Mm-hmm. Or you're you're, tr- you're trying to get in the playing tournament for some of these teams. There's going to be a lot of these teams that are on the bubble, but not good enough to get in the top six. Are you higher on the Magic or the Pistons for this season? The, or, pist- the Pistons, oof. I guess. The, yeah? Yeah. Because it feels like, uh, from what I've read and seen, and like there is some buzz a little oh. bit around the Young Magic and and around the Pistons too, because of you know what Cade could do and be really special in his second year. Yeah, so I think I would, pro- I would probably lean Pistons because I think Cade is the best player of anybody on those right. two teams. Um, I don't really think either of them are going to actually make playoff noise, but they'll probably stay competitive and in the race until Marchish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've got a an extremely solid veteran. In Boyan Bogdanovich coming over, who can do it on both ends? Can you say that about the Magic? Really, do you have a twenty-point vet on the Magic? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, the Pistons are there. It, obviously, it's extremely exciting in terms of their future, but this year it's going to be a lot of hodgepodge. Are we figuring this thing out? It's going to be ugly. Okay. Uh, although, um, you know, they're working on their forms down there. Uh, Killian Hayes, new shot form. Mm. You believe it? No. I believe it's a new shot form. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. But, yeah, they have so many question marks. It's fun. It's fun for for the hardcores like us to see, whoa, that draft pick. Whoa, that draft pick. Jalen Duren's going to get a lot of time. Jaden Ivey's going to get a lot of time. But, yeah, it's tough, tough conference. Let's move on here to an awards-based question, and that is Coach of the Year, the X's and the O's. I got Chris Finch with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, okay, that's nice a good, one. solid pick. It's a hot one for yeah, sure. Yeah. And I think because all this talk about Rudy Gobert is going on, I think we do forget that they were a really good team last year, and that probably bodes well for Chris Finch. They're 46-36 and 36 last year, and that bodes well for this award, which is usually a, hey, that guy overachieved sort of award. Mm-hmm. So if you don't remember that they were good last year, I think that helps up. But they were good. Eighth on offense, 13th on defense. Four more wins. This is a 50-win team mm-hmm. with an improved Anthony Edwards going into year three. Got to believe in that guy. Gobert vaulting that defense. The Kyle Anderson signing. Uh, I, 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 the thing is, people are saying, oh, they're a little too top-heavy. I think Chris Finch does a really good job of getting a lot out of their bench players. Like Jalen Noel, maybe a lot of people don't know him, but he can ball off the bench. Nas Reed's done well for them. Jaden McDaniels, who did they, they didn't throw in the Rudy Gobert deal. And there's a P.J. Dozier leaking, or lurking. Leaking? He's not leaking. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's leaking. Uh, he's lur- checked out if you are, P.J. <laughs> uh, he's lurking. Jays. Yeah, he's lurking back there. I think I think they could have. We got Hazel walking around here. They got a bulldog type defense. Hazel's not a bulldog, but we got a we got a, a, a tough uh, defense potential there, and they're going to be tough to play. And and I think Chris Finch will be great on the offensive end. 
we're just we're just talking about what they're going to be, but uh, I think Chris Finch has already solved a lot of things with this team. Well, so. that helps too, right? The narrative of like they make the trade for Gobert, and immediately immediately everyone's like, can in today's NBA in 2022-23, can mm. you play like two seven footers and make that work? And how are you going to do that? And uh, if he can, and they continue to improve, then uh, I could see him winning this award. I think that's a really really good pick. I have him on my short list. Anyone else, Trey, that you got your eye on? Michael Malone and the Denver Nuggets, the I other think. Name. Yeah, they're going to have a ton of wins. I've got them probably winning the most games in the Western Conference, and that's a pretty solid case because you look at the last five Coach of the Year winners. If you throw out Tom Thibodeau, surprising with the Knicks during the 2021 season, every other uh, Coach of the Year winner's team has won like 70% of their games. And I think the Nuggets have a good shot at that with a two-time MVP. They're getting back Jamal Murray. They're getting back Michael Porter Jr. They added some nice pieces in support in KCP and Bruce Brown. They've just got a nice-looking team already, and they've already been a pretty solid team, you know, winning quite a few games last year. How many did they win last year? 48. They could easily be up to 55 this year, and if that's the case and the Nuggets look like a championship contender, I think Michael Malone gets a lot of votes. Yep. More Western Conference Coach of the Year potential love from the stream team here. Taylor Jenkins with the Grizzlies. You know, especially with Jaron Jackson Jr. being out, if they can get off to a very hot start. What if they drop in wins, though? Well, then then he probably won't win. Yeah, that's going to be tough with 56 wins last year. Willie Green, the Pelicans. You know, everyone was very, very impressed with what he did, especially turning around the second half of that season after the trade deadline. Uh, love Zion Willie. in the mix. He uh, he could get a lot of love. I like that. People are questioning Doc Rivers. I guess the idea being the Sixers have the best record in the East, maybe even the NBA. Yeah, I don't mind that one mm. at all. As Chris says, there's some... Uh, some carryover playoff stink on Doc, <laughs> which is sort of true. So it might, you'd have to be running away maybe with the uh, best record to get it. Darvin Ham, if he can get the Lakers back to you know being uh, the Lakers that we've known before true. with yeah. LeBron and AD, and does he somehow figure out a way to make it work with Westbrook okay. uh, as a new coach? Okay, okay, okay. And then uh, there's always love for Steve Kerr and Eric Spolster, like your actual good coaches that everyone's. <laughs> Like, is what's the thing? Spolster's never won one. A coach That's of the right. Year. Yeah, which is a little baffling. Because mm-hmm. he's on every list of, like, best coaches in the NBA. Like, he's always on the top three list. Uh, and rightfully so, and just has never got one of these. So maybe maybe it's the year wasn't, for Spolster. Wasn't Spolster added to the Coach Hall of Fame? Or not the Coach Hall of Fame. Oh, he was like added top to the top 15 coaches, coaches right? of all time. He was? I think you're right. Yeah. Wow. So there's a top 75 list yeah, of, of yeah, players, yeah. and then he was added to the top 15 coaches of all time, not the Hall of Fame. That's right. And uh, he hasn't won Coach of the Year yet, mm-hmm. which is odd. Yeah. And uh, Ben saying, Bickerstaff has a similar argument to Chris Finch with the Cleveland Cavaliers, yep. in the uh, obviously in the Eastern Conference. I think that's very true. You know, Maybe surprised some people last year had a decent record. In Cleveland's case, sort of fell off at the end because of injuries. But now you got Donovan Mitchell there, and a lot of people are high on them, thinking they could be a home court advantage team in the yes. Eastern Conference. I know you're high, oh, so that's a it's yeah. a good one too. Yeah, but I kind of feel like Jenkins and Bickerstaff are the exact same case that they had last year. Last year was the year to win it out performing expectations almost zero expectations for the Cavaliers a little bit more so for the Grizzlies last year but they both went way over their win totals you got to do the same this year but now people are expecting you to be good so Mm -hmm. tough definitely tough but there's always like 15 candidates for coach of the year at the end of the season so we shall see Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, we didn't even show you the odds because honestly there's no clear-cut favorite they're like (laughs) there's like 10 15 guys where it's like plus a thousand you know it's uh, it's 
who exceeds expectations or yeah who has that number one uh record with a bang maybe all right we need to take a break get something else for the dog uh maybe a a loud toy what would be the loudest toy we could give uh, hazel in here uh, my dog growing up had, it looked like a foot with painted toenails and you would bite on it. And get... Oh, that's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why a... it looked like a foot. It was kind of disgusting. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer like, isn't it? Jeffrey weird. Doggo. <laughs> anyway, we'll take a break. We'll find something for uh, sweet Hazel here. Don't go anywhere. We're back in a second. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events. We've got the spot. Our partner StubHub has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back in the Classic Factory, Burning Questions, part five of our week-long season preview series. Amelia with a great comment in the stream team talking about Coaches of the Year. We were talking about Darvin Ham. She says, if Ham can get Westbrook to evolve his game, call him Darwin. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Science bars. <laughs> Damn, I love it. that is good <laughs> <Nice>. stuff there. <laughs> Uh, before we get to the next question, uh, I thought I could slip in some more leaked NBA jerseys. PJ Dozier leaking here. Um, PJ. Three more jerseys, guys. Again, are they official? Probably. Yeah, yeah, they they are, probably yeah. are. Uh, we've got two here on the same graphic, if you're on YouTube, showing you the Sixers City of Brotherly Love. And then on the right there, the uh, Phoenix Suns I Just Blew Myself joints. Um <laughs> Thoughts on these ones? Uh, blue sun, huh? <laughs> Interesting. Um, I don't know. City of Brotherly Love, to me, that one looks like it's a t-shirt. It yeah. just looks like a t-shirt yeah. you would, like, particularly that looks like merch you would get from a cool bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. a little bit underdone to me. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, you know, I think they're both okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's totally, it's totally true. It looks like you could get it at Fred's. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Get, get sure, a, come sure. get a Fred's sandwich. It looks like the exact same font. Yeah, it looks like a restaurant. I just had Fred's last night. Yeah? Yeah. Was it underdone? The burger? Yeah, yeah I don't no, know. No, it was What'd perfect. What'd you have? I had a burger. Fred's is perfect. That's good, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. They got yeah. great cheesesteaks. Uh, so does Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where they borrowed it from. Uh, um, come on, that, that six, the Suns one is, it's like your your feet is wrong. You're watching something and the yeah. feet is wrong. And the screen jarring. comes up blue. And then it's just a bad game of tetris i guess with that one that's what all i see yeah. is like you just piled up four tetris pieces together to get that one <laughs> what like is it. going on that's a weird weird jersey okay and there's also these the uh, celtics city edition jerseys this is a uh, screen grabs of a little video somebody was uh flipping this one around spinning and flipping. you know celtics here we go i mean geez, are, these are I, I again i've said this before i'm starting to see these and i'm like oh yeah we had that already we haven't had this? <laughs> Somehow we haven't had this one. Um, what? I'll, I'll say points for the script font 
on the front. I yeah. always love a script font. Okay. Uh, Anti-points, however, for the combination of black and green. Just doesn't work for me, especially with the Celtics. Like, I think of them as a green and white team. That's all I need to see. Okay. Tess, any, anything to add? I think it's better than the one that Ennis Cantor leaked a few years ago. It was a Celtics jersey, Yeah. if you remember. It was a little lighter green. It was it was odd looking. So this is better than that. Okay. I'm just trying to be positive. Okay. okay. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't look great. Uh, well, it might look okay on the court, actually. You know, that's a screen grab of a video. Yeah, that's true. With all, that's the case with a lot. Some of these. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get the photo from, from Dix or this weird little video, and you're like, eh, okay, it looks – the lighting's weird yeah. in their mall. It's a bad <laughs> but, angle. I mean, it's still the design is the design, and if you're like, oh, that's a strange color for the Suns, and it is. And, like, people are pointing out with the Celtics one here in the stream team, people are saying it sort of looks like a Bucks jersey, and it also looks like a Sonics jersey. True. It's jammed together into a Boston Celtics. Anyway, we'll have more coming, I'm sure. Yep. Coming fast and furious here. Uh, no doubt about it. I mean, we're talking like 60 new jerseys every single I, year between the city <laughs> and the statement edition or whatever they're calling them. <laughs> I will say this, though. We haven't liked a lot of the jerseys, but every pair of NBA shorts is good. <laughs> I don't know how it's mm. possible, but like every authentic pair of shorts, whatever the design is, it looks cool. Like we don't love that Spurs Sadix jersey, but the Serape on the side yeah. looks incredible. The Pistons had really weird jerseys last year, but they also had like lightning bolt shorts. Very cool. Shorts are good. Shorts are easy to make. But that's because there's a lot less going on, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. You're usually just getting like a side panel and a color. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Tasty serape. That's a great word. That's <laughs> serape, great yeah. Word. yeah. S-E-R-A-P-E? I that's mean, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Blanket. We're I learning here. Uh, next question. Which player enters a make or break season? Mm. Who wants to get us started on this one? Who you got your eye on? I've got my eye on four players, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, four players. Uh, I've got some some league fellas that I'm keeping my eye on. Make or break season. Ben Simmons, come on. I was out last night uh, watching the Chicago Bears blow a football game, mm-hmm. and somebody said, is Ben Simmons going to be good this year? It's an impossible question to answer because what is even a good season for Ben Simmons? He hasn't played, once the season tips off, in 486 days, but he was an all-NBA player. As recently as the 2020 season, he's playing on a team now most suited for his play style and his skill set, but he also looks like the exact same player that we saw the last time he was on the court for the 76ers, so I don't know. He's got to be all defense this year, I think. He needs to be an all defense player to kind of reestablish his reputation. He needs that, I would say, and he needs the Nets to be... uh, good. (laughs) He needs, like, it's like a team thing. I feel like if the Nets are like, whoa... Katie and Kyrie are doing their thing, and then Ben Simmons, like you said, is locking up guys. You know, had some success against Giannis in a preseason game, if you want to take anything from that. <laughs> he needs, like, the Nets to be really good, and then just like, oh, yeah, he's still an elite defensive player. Oh, right, and we forgot that part. Everything else, it's like almost doesn't matter. It's a weird thing. Because he'll get his stats. His stats will be he'll be flirting 15 with, points, like, nine assists, easily, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, another guy in the spotlight, Anthony Davis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's the same thing every year. Uh, I loved his uh, his quote recently. This is from Dave McMenamin. Anthony Davis said, I trust Coase's decision. I mean, I'm pretty sure he heard AD wants to play the four, so he knows where I stand. But at the end of the day, I want to win. So if that's me playing the five, that's what it's got to be. <laughs> Run it back, Turbo. I love it, Anthony Davis. And guess what? He's already missing time in the preseason with lower back tightness. For me, every year... I have to say that the Lakers are going to do well 
out loud and on a podcast before I really start reconsidering the way things are going to go because I don't know. Like, we just can't have Anthony Davis play 50 games again this year and be awesome when he's on the court and then nothing when he's not on the court. So he's on the, under uh, scrutiny for me. Yeah. And then these are personal ones. Okay. Probably not as big of a deal uh, league-wide. Patrick Williams has to improve for Good the call. Bulls. He needs to stay on the court first and foremost, and he needs to take a little bit of a step forward in year three. He averaged nine points per game his rookie season, nine points per game again in his sophomore season. Be aggressive, buddy. I don't love the fact that the Bulls are going to be bringing him off the bench. You lost your starting spot to Javante Green. Don't love that. Mm. Um, but if he improves, that really helps the Bulls, especially with Lonzo out. And then my final fella that I'm keeping an eye on, De'Aaron Fox. Good one. It's time, buddy. Yep. You got a team now, so please try hard. Shoot better than 30% from three because it is year six now for De'Aaron Fox. It's time to be an actual star rather than just like a quality starter who might make the leap. Yep. Love that one. Had him on my list as well. I'm glad you said it and I didn't have to. <laughs> uh, and I believe in, in Fox now with some talent around him and some shooting and Mike Brown there trying to give them a defensive identity. I would love to see him like really focus on that end too. Like he should be on all defensive teams, yeah. like a second team or something like that. If he, he I mean he's ta- he's athletic enough, he should be. But uh, he's too speedy not got? to be. I yeah. agree. But he was invigorated after the Sabonis trade last year. We'll see if it keeps up. That's a fair question. The Anthony Davis one is a, is a great one because there's so much on his shoulders. I know it's the same <clears throat> story with him every year, but this year I think it's more on his shoulders than ever because Braun is obviously you know at, at this point of his career that you can't depend on him night in and night out. It's the weakest supporting cast that Anthony Davis has had since he went to L.A. <laughs> in year four. They ju- they just don't have a lot of players around him. He's asking to play the four. He's you know he's got Damian Jones beside him at the five who's barely been able to stay in the league you could see a Dwight Howard be pulled off the off the heap to play center beside him they're lacking and he has to play a lot there was a photo yesterday of him hanging out with uh, James Worthy he's got his fanny pack on Mm -hmm. and he also has the back brace on and they're out somewhere I mean it's 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 just a you know back tightener making (laughs) things I'm not I'm not trying to say he's injured but at the same time there's going to be a lot on that back this season, I think, more so than anywhere, uh, more than any other season. And it's ironic, too, because I think the worse AD plays, the more Rob Palenka's got to pull the trigger <laughs> on a, a Buddy Heald <laughs> Miles or Turner. Miles Turner yeah. deal, which would really help him out. Because, you know, the Palenka um, thought process is, well, you know, if you guys are all right, then maybe I won't give up draft picks. But uh, there is so much on AD. There's there's a lot on him because yeah, you look across across the board with that team. There's just not a lot there. You know, there, Damian Jones. I mean, there's there's some there's some issues there. But uh, I'll stay in LA with one more pick too. I think it's just kind of on both of the guys on, on Kawhi and Paul George at 31 and 32 years mm-hmm. of age. They came here for this championship. Paul George is literally saying, "My championship window is closing," and you. You can't really put more pressure on one than the other because it doesn't work without one of them. So it's mm-hmm. on both, really, at the same time. But this is year four of this experiment, which mm-hmm. is wild to think. They came here for a championship. couple great suggestions from the stream team. Um, Bradley Beal is a fascinating one. I know no one's sure. high on the Wizards' chances of like winning 50 games or anything pressure? like that. Pressure? 
make or break. I, guess. I uh, mean, it's, it's like five for two fifty. <laughs> I'm <bank>. good. <laughs> okay, well, I guess pressure in the sense like if people are healthy around you, you got KP. You know, you've got some of your young guys uh, getting better in this league and Hachimura and Avdia and stuff like that. We made the trade. Here comes Morris. Here comes Barton. It's like you know, lead us a little bit here. Give us some instill some confidence in us giving you $250 million is the way you would maybe look at that. Mitchell Robinson, that's a classic, just stay on the floor if you can. People are saying Julius Randle, a couple people. uh, Yeah. You know, and an incredible season two years ago, brutal season last year. He's flipping the bird to his home crowd, you know. It's Dropping the thumbs down. Be good to uh, sort of rally. Killian Hayes already came up in this uh, oh, yeah. show, and, and uh, I know KOC is still a believer in him. Uh, and some are, and he is a pretty good defensive player, but needs to add a little offensive uh, burst would help. I'll say DeAndre Hunter, though. <laughs> Make or break is probably harsh. But we are at year four for DeAndre Hunter. Mm. Like a lot of these guys we mentioned, he struggles to stay on the floor. He's only played 139 games in three seasons now. I mean, he played 60-odd games in his first year, 23 in his second year, 53 last year. So he's got to stay healthy. And I just think he's important to the Hawks being the difference between a good and great team. That's where I'm at with him. He Because he, ha, he has to be out there to be one of their defenders that you're pairing with DeJounte Murray and then, you know, give a little spark offensively. And I had forgotten. He played really well in the Heat series. They got embarrassed. They lost in five. <laughs> yeah. He averaged over 20 points per game and was lights out mm-hmm. from, from deep and just shooting overall. Now, I don't think he's going to be averaging 21 points per game this coming season, but I would like to see in year three, 16, 17, 18, flirting with that, especially when you have two sort of uh, all-stars at the uh, guards position. So DeAndre Hunter, I'm just keeping my eye on him. I just want him to play. That's the big thing. Yeah, it's a local pick. Well, how would you feel about Jay Crowder coming via trade? <laughs> and then that would be his spot, right? It would be very likely if they don't trade John Collins. They wouldn't. Could they trade should. DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, which would seem odd. DeAndre Hunter's got a lot of potential, but he can't stay on the floor. He uh, Hunter seems like a a more athletic, put-the-ball-on-the-floor version of Jay Crowder. Like He seems like he yeah. can, he can he's, do he's, everything he's Jay Crowder turning, can. He's turning 25. It's... I, you know, you always do the El Tizo team. I feel like DeAndre Hunter has got to be in consideration on that team because I think Trey in one of these maybe podcasts or maybe in our over-unders, like, he'll explode for a 30-point game. And you're like, oh, here we go. And then you will he will go missing in action for, like, two games. You won't even hear his name. It's really strange. He needs some consistency. But, um, yeah, I hadn't thought about yeah. Crowder coming in. Maybe yeah, taking could, could steal that spot because mm-hmm. he's not taking – John Collins, but he's not taking DeJounte Murray's spot. No. And if they're bringing him in, they're bringing him in for that reason, to be that guy who got the heat to the finals in that spot. Yep. Got the Suns to the finals in that spot. Uh, I will m- mention one other guy. This guy uh, doesn't, have, doesn't have the pressure, but he could be a guy that could have be that sneaky 50-point guy. And I know I'm, I'm reaching with this one, but I love him. And, and Mr. TD here in the stream team mentioned Kendrick Nunn playing with the Lakers. That guy can score. I know he's been gone for a year, so yeah. people forget about him, but he can score. He is a, a great supporting player. I, I do believe. I still believe. Just give him the ball and watch what he does with it. But the defense is the other end where – or is that – the defensive end is the problem for that team. Where, who's going to stop anybody? We shall see. If Kendrick Nunn scores 50 points in a game this yeah. season, I'll buy you a steak. Thank you. Well, none. Oh, six yeah. man of the year. I, that just came to me. See I honestly at, wasn't was, setting that, that up. Good, I really wasn't. Uh, uh, see right. Freds. Uh, <laughs> sixth man of the year. Let's get to it, JD. Uh, guys. 
Kendrick Nunn. Who got your eye on? I guess so, yeah. No, no. I, I'm going Jordan Poole. Okay. I'm hot uh, on this this team rallying around the Draymond Green incident. I, I think sometimes with championship teams, it can be uh, a little lost. How do we focus? Well, this incident gives them something to rally around, and there's so many vets there will be no complacency on that team. It, I know th- uh, there's talk about who's the, who's the leader on this team. Well, yeah, obviously Steph is the this, the thing that makes this team go. But the good thing about this team is that they've got Kevon Looney there making things happen. They've got Andre Iguodala still in people's ears. Everybody around the Sixers team, even Kevin Durant was asked about it. He said there's there's guys like Looney that you wouldn't really think of. Not, I'm not even mentioning Clay. Like there's a lot of guys that just have their fingers in 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 the mix and in terms of making it work and i think they're just going to rally around jordan Poole. you got sucker punched man we're gonna we're gonna push you up and 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 raise you up to a point where you can uh you can do your thing a lot so i think they're gonna they're gonna cheer him on i think he could easily have a 50 point game as we talked about (laughs) a a wild one and uh be six man of the year i'm i'm buying that I, i think this is something good for the the warriors in a in a crazy crazy way to focus on it's a good pick because with six man you usually got to score <laughs> it's like the number one thing you, over the last uh what four or five seasons you've had to score over 18 points per game it used to be you know you could get away with maybe a 15 or a 16 here or there but like tyler hero last year 20.7 points per game clarkson the year before 18.4 mantras harrell the year before that 18.6 and then lou will going for 20 and 22.6 uh in 19 and 18 are you going that route, Trey? A scorer? Someone that's an easy 18 points per game off the bench or somebody else? It should 100% be a scorer. I think Jordan Poole is the favorite, and I think he should yeah. be the favorite. 18 and a half last year, but he ended up starting like 51 games. So was ineligible for sixth man of the year. That might hurt his case if, you know, Curry goes down with an injury for a couple of weeks and he steps into the starting lineup. Starts too often, but Clay Thompson was also missing a huge part of the season last year. So mm-hmm. sixth man seems like... Jordan Poole's award to lose alongside Tyler Hero who yeah. won it last year. They're going to they're kind of the same player in each side of uh uh the NBA here. Even we're going to see Jordan Poole getting a Tyler Hero contract in not too long, but my pick is a Dallas Maverick. I think Christian Wood is very very interesting. Ooh. However, he's going to be starting in not too long. I think he will start and probably be ineligible. So I think Spencer Dinwiddie's a little bit more interesting. He's going to be in the Manu role uh, for the Mavericks. He's going to run the second unit, and then he's going to be right there alongside Luka, closing as a second scorer and ball handler. He was really good once he came over to Dallas. I think he'll be able to assume some of Jalen Brunson's responsibilities from last season. So give me Spencer Dinwiddie, sixth man of the year. Wow, okay. That's a good one. I wasn't thinking Spencer. Yeah, that's a nice one. I said you usually have to score to win this award, but I think you could make a case for somebody that I doubt would hit 18 points per game, but would be coming off the bench and probably closing games and helping his team in theory win. Malcolm Brogdon going to the Boston Celtics. Again, he's not going to have huge scoring numbers, but you know his efficiency took a dive in Indiana when he was like, hey, you're the primary guy. And it was like, okay, now I'm having to do a little too much. Because he was like a 50-40-90 guy he uh, was. at one point. And then you know, he's asked to do too much and has uh, too much burden offensively, and then his numbers go down. That makes sense. But he's not going to have that in, in Boston. And he's going to be with the second unit. I think he's going to be closing games with the starters. I could see a couple big shots you know, hit in a regular season game or two. So if the Celtics can weather this storm without their head coach, uh, Yudoka there all year, and, and there is 
you know, they're still a 55-win team. I think Brogdon will be contributing to, to that factor. So yeah. I think he's uh, – and he's one of the favorites in this too. Uh, he's at the top of the leaderboard. That's a great one. He will be finishing – especially the the Robert Williams injury as well. You go Horford at the five. It means if you're playing your best five, Malcolm was probably already a part of that, but he's going to be playing a lot of minutes. So he will contribute. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. He'll get his numbers, and it they will be crazy, crazy efficient. I'll make one more case for another guy, too. This is a wild card one. What about Bones? Bones Highland I don't in think Denver? That, I don't think that's a crazy wild card one. He averaged 10, 3, and 3 last year in limited minutes, like 19, 20 minutes uh, as a rook. I always forget he's a rook, or he was. He's a yeah. second year player here. But they traded Monte Morris. They traded Barton. Uh, they didn't bring back uh, um, Campazzo or Austin Rivers. So he's I, and a lot of that I think is because they believe in this in this kid and like they want to give him more opportunity. So he should still be coming off the bench with uh you know Jamal Murray back there. So he might you know oh, he'd have to pop off here. He'd have to have a huge 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 year to win this reward uh, award. But I think he'll get some consideration. Absolutely. So a love for bones. That's a good one. Especially around Halloween. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. My final note when you're thinking of betting on this. They're long shots. The Anthony Melton plus 4,000 and Montrose Harrell plus 5,000. But I bring them up because I saw Zachary Hanshu of SBR note this. Since the 13-14 season, the sixth man of the year winner has played for Doc Rivers' team five times. <laughs> so, it's pretty funny. Could it be somebody on Philadelphia, like a Melton or a, or a Montrose Harrell? I w- if I was betting one of those two, I would go Harrell over. Melton, but yeah, I don't think I'm even making a bet on either. But just a little note for everybody out there. Yeah. The more you know. What do you got, Hazel? You got a blanket in your mouth? Uh, That's a quiet toy. You tired? <laughs> a towel. Oh, it's a towel. Uh, okay. uh, oh, I thought you brought a serape. Nope. <laughs> Not even close. No. Oh, there's a. People were getting pissed in the stream team that they weren't seeing Hazel. A little JD, brindle I, coat right there. Yeah. What did JD tell the people if your mic's on? Uh, you know, you haven't had Hazel that long, right? Where'd you get her? Uh, we adopted her. She's from Lifeline, which is uh, a... Uh, <laughs> there we go. There's a great side shot of Hazel. Look at the coloring. She's what is brindle, this, a Baya ad? She's Facing a brindle the wrong boxer. Way? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Oh, are you being shy? There she is. <laughs> she loves, loves putting her chin up things. Yeah. She really does. Yeah. Oh, she's so sweet. She's a cutie. She's a, yeah, so uh, we adopted her. You know, she came over. Friends of ours had her. and uh, <laughs> Don't look at our address, please. We, uh, <laughs> we uh, yeah, we adopted her. You know, she was she was never leaving. As soon as she brought her over, that, that was it. That oh, was it. Okay. Now she lives in the classic factory. Now she lives here. Okay, yeah. great. There well, are other dogs at the vet, that, and we've got workers in the house, so that's why she's here. Oh. But, uh, you well. know. Nope, she's here every show now. <laughs> Sixth much. dog of the year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take our final break. And when we come back, we will look at some uh, slogans for tanking this coming season, finals predictions, and maybe a little wedgie prediction as well. Don't go anywhere. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for those warm summer days. Pool season's coming soon, so I've been hitting the weights with Peloton and my guy Adrian Williams, trying to get my muscle on in order to expand my cannonball splash radius. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. It's easy to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class, 
or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in. And their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Shout out to Adriana Aditi, Andy, and Emma. I love you all so much. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I gotta get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute, but man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of NoDunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Okay, a few more questions here as part of our burning questions about the upcoming NBA season. This is a fun one. What's the best tank for Victor Webanyama slogan? that you can come up with or you've seen this is the best year for tanking slogans absolutely (laughs) it's a difficult name though not for people on reddit (laughs) oh really yeah i cheated i just went to reddit okay reddit came through i I read like seven (laughs) done brick for vic oh first name nice play bad for the french lad (laughs) <laughs> that's horrible but yeah, hilarious okay. Yeah, yeah. okay oh you want horrible I've got worse this, by the way but yeah go this on. one's for you JD play miserable oh, oh yes. yes okay yeah we're getting good now okay, okay. Two, two more to the spoils go the victor Ooh, oh that's good that's good that's really good it's, it's not really gonna fly on the, the, no, the internet it's a little too long it's a little it's too good. smart it's good, it's yeah. good though uh, last one, win manana for Wembenyama. <laughs> and then you can just go win manana for short. Win manana. Yeah, you know, in Spanish, why, why do you have to bring in Spanish? But anyway, that's it. Brick for Vic is probably the, the, the catchy the one. Catchiest that's the fade one. for Cade. Uh, it's true. Yeah. So I stole them all. Sorry, to, I, may, I may have stole some from you guys. What do you got? Well, I would add to that last one you said. I saw Zach Lowe. I don't know if he came up with it. He probably saw it somewhere. But it, the uh, just a classic Luzarama for Wembanyama, mm. which is catchy. Uh, I don't mind it. I hate all rhyming ones. Oh, I think they all suck. Ever since <laughs> "Suck for Luck," it was the only good one that's ever happened. "Suck for Luck." That was Andrew. Uh... Yeah, Andrew Luck. Oh, he I was like guaranteed one. number one draft pick. Uh, so teams wanted to suck. 
for luck. Oh. But brick for Vic is good. That's close to good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what else you got then? <laughs> alien hunting. We all like that Victor Wembanyama is nicknamed the alien. Yeah. He got it from LeBron James. Extra cool. We're going hunting for aliens out there. They're hard to find. They're yeah. hard to get. You could do like a cool men in black theme. You're neuralizing the losses away. Boop, we yeah. lost by 40, but you already forgot it. The other we, one I was going to. Well, no, just to add on to that, like your bad loss, like UFO sighting, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. The other one I considered was quiet tanking. Quiet quitting's a big thing these days, you know? Yeah. People aren't giving their full effort out there. We'll see a lot of quiet tanking in the second half Ooh, of the season when good. a guy plays, you know, 24 minutes instead of playing his classic 36 mm. minutes, something like that. Okay. I think there's something to that one. Now, how quiet will it be, though? Yeah, uh, that's true. The, that's the debate. Uh, yeah. Those are good. All of these are fantastic. I'm sure the stream team's coming through with some, too. I had some brutal ones. I brought up the Zach Lowe one. I like that one. But uh, losses galore for the dude that's 7-4? <laughs> no? No. And rolls then, off the top. Here, this one's better. This one's better in the sense that it's catchier and, and it's maybe more confusing. Trembly for Wemby. <laughs> I don't know. I just wrote it down. I'm like, Trembly? They're playing Trembly. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Trembly for Wembley. Trembly Wemby. for Wemby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think we I think we hit them all. We've got we've got yeah. w- there's yeah. gotta be a winner with the, to uh, be. Yeah, but I, the thing about it being quiet losing and quiet tanking i think this is the year where it's, it's gonna be loud it's yeah, gonna, gonna be, be pronounced loud. you got commissioner silver having to address it before the season mm-hmm. he he thinks many of the teams will not try this he sounded concerned I, I have his quote here i know that many of our nba teams are salivating at the notion that potentially through our lottery they could go get him so they should all still compete very hard next season they're not going to. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is a one in a million. You've got all these really, really, really good teams at the top. So that also bodes poorly for those teams. You know, for those teams that are trying to get in, it's a playing tournament appearance. That's all you're playing for. Sorry, they're going to play bad for the French lad. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I have a trivia question for you guys. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. It's just based off of, uh, I saw it on Basketball Reference, based on... Uh, Wemby here being seven foot four, over seven feet. Do you guys know the all-time leader in 2010 seasons among seven footers? We won't do the entire list, but uh, you know maybe you can hit me with a Wilt? a top five. Wilt's fourth. He or excuse me, tied for second with 12 seasons. Kareem. Kareem is tied for second with 12 seasons. Is Tim Duncan listed at six no, or seven feet? He's no. probably six eleven, right? No. Shaq. Number one, 13. 13 seasons for Shaq. You're missing uh, someone else tied with Kareem and Wilt and then uh, someone else with nine. So a bit of a drop-off after uh, those guys. Hakeem? Hakeem. Well done. Wow. Tied with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Wilt Chamberlain with 12. Oh, he's a sneaky seven-footer. You know, I, Hakeem, yeah. I, I, I sort of think like of him. He's 6'10". Yeah, 6'10", yeah. maybe 6'11", yeah. Uh, and then final one. Obviously a Hall of Famer. No longer playing. David Robinson? He is sixth. Was Kevin Garnett listed? Kevin Garnett listed? No, no. no. Um, he's listed short. He wouldn't have a ton of 2010 nah. seasons. Uh, David Robinson has eight of those seasons, but there's one guy in between your Hakeem, Kareem, and Wilt, and then David. There's one guy with Patrick nine. Ewing. Hey, well done. I just well named done. every 90s center. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, current players, it's Joel Embiid. 2010s. Yeah. Nice, yeah. He's got, uh, he's got five already. 2010s under his belt. How many has Jokic got? Four? Something like that? 
Ah, uh, he's not on this list, so maybe Jokic on Basketball Reference is not listed as that height. Oh, 6'11", yeah. shorty, yeah. shorty pants. Oh, there you same, go. same with Garnett. Okay. 6'11", he had a lot of 2010 yeah. seasons. Yeah, Here's a good one. NBA Finals prediction. And I want the two teams. I want the winner. And hit me with the Finals MVP. Trey, why don't you get us started? Don't have to give the games. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in this many games? I don't need the games. All right. <laughs> I don't need the games. Where we're going, we don't need games. I'm going Bucks over Warriors. Mm. Mm-hmm. The Eastern Conference champion Bucks, the Western Conference champion Warriors. Finals MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. A showdown between the last two champions in the NBA. The Bucks could have made a run to the finals last year with good health. They just said, let's run it back. I think that's pretty smart. Kind of different than what the Lakers did after they won their championship, had an injury season. They changed their whole team and haven't been able to get back to where they wanted to be. The Bucks said, hey, we got Joe Ingles coming back at some point. Chris Middleton, full health. That's good enough to win a championship, and they're probably right. And then the Warriors, you know, they did win the championship last year. Vibes aren't great right now, but it's starting to get a little bit of a last dance feel around Golden State with all of this uh, speculation that this could be Draymond's last season yeah. and that he wants to eventually go to the Lakers. Who knows if that's all going to come to fruition, but it definitely feels like let's get the gang back together for one last run here. Even if it's not their last run, that can be a good inspiration. So I'm going Bucks over Warriors in a showdown of the champions from the 21st century. Okay. It also feels like the Clippers are uh, playing their last dance, even though you know they've got more time together, but it feels like this is the pressure they're putting on each other to get there. So I think they will beat the Warriors, who will be the one seed, but Whoa, they'll, okay. they'll get to the finals, but then they'll be beat by those Milwaukee Bucks. Worry about the Bucks age a little bit. Everybody's starting to get a little old besides Giannis there with, with Drew and Chris and Brooke all into their 30s. Uh, but uh, I, I think there'll be a finals there with the Bucks and the Clippers, both teams not being the one seeds, but we'll get there in the end. And obviously, we know who the finals MVP is if the Bucks win the championship. Yes, 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 yes. All right. I really do like a, a Bucks warriors finals. I think that's very realistic, but I'll switch it up here. I said this in one of our earlier podcasts. I slipped it in there. I said, I'm thinking about it. I think we talked about it around a fire with you guys uh, maybe a couple <laughs> weeks ago and some of our friends when they were down here in Atlanta. I think we're getting Giannis versus Jokic in the NBA Finals. I know it sounds crazy. Denver to the Finals. They're going through a Warriors team. They're going through a Clippers team. They're going through whoever else. But yeah, why not? Give me these guys, your, uh, your your MVP candidates in the two. I would take the Bucks over Denver, so I will say Bucks and six versus the Nuggets with Giannis, of course, getting his third finals MVP. But, uh, oh, I'd love to see it. That's for sure. And is it that far-fetched? I mean, these guys are like, those are the two best players, it feels like at times. Of course, Curry there. You never know what Durant. LeBron still wants to stick his head in, but they're elite. So give me Milwaukee versus Denver. I love it. Last I love it. four MVPs. Wow. Wow. Yep. Jesus. Yeah, you're right. I always forget Giannis went back-to-back. Yeah. Let's hear from everybody out there. Your finals predictions. Uh, who wins? Who's there? Who gets finals MVP? Final one here. We're slipping it in. How many wedgies this season, guys? I'll let you know last season we had 45. Our high all-time is 58 in the 2020-21 season. And our all-time low, and we've been tracking this for about seven years, ballpark? Eight, yeah. Eight years? Uh, 17-18 was our low, 40. Mm. We count the playoffs. So, you know, take that into consideration. But uh, what do you think? Going to be a 
better than 45? Are we flirting with 60? Down year? Oh, there's a wedgie storm brewing. Really? Oh, yeah. I think we're going to hit 60. Whoa. I don't, uh, I don't put a lot into a preseason basketball. Don't put much stock into that. But I put some stock into preseason wedgies happening. There's been a couple. There's been a couple. <laughs> been Have like I been three. tracking them? I think there's been three. Is that good enough to get to 60? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not doing the math. I don't know how many preseason games there have been. Uh, but there's some some happening. There's some scooting around. <laughs> there's different leagues. We're, we're seeing them happen in different uh, leagues all over the world right now. So it just seems like there's uh, – maybe maybe it's, I'm just being bombarded by clips because I'm not really diving into the preseason wedgie frequency. But, uh, yeah, I'm buying it. WedgieTracker.com. That's where it all happens if you want to track them. And – yeah, we've never hit sixty before. It could happen. Okay, it could wow. happen. A lot, of, a lot of bricking for Vicken. So why not? <laughs> That's right. It goes right. hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. Trey, how many wedgies? Call your shot. Uh, I wanted to go sixty-two, Aaron Judge, but I'm not. <laughs> Tass is going over sixty. That's fine. Yep. The other number that kept popping in my head was forty-six. <laughs> hmm. Forty-six, I think exactly. <laughs> All I ever want is to hit the magical number of fifty, and I think we will hit fifty. Smack on Boom. this year. So I'll go 50. So we got 60, 50, 46. JD, you want to chime in? How are you feeling about wedgies this upcoming season? I feel great about them. Yep. Uh, where am I? Here I am. Uh, <laughs> 52. 52. Nice. 52. Nice. Okay. A little choked. A little choked up. A little choked up. How many wedgies is going to be this season? I can't wait. 52. <laughs> Yeah. All right, all right. Everybody uh, make your predictions. How many wedgies? Get your picks in. 58's the all-time high. Uh, do you agree with Tass that we'll be going over that? Those are our birding questions. We did it once again. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you're, for whatever reason, just checking out part five here, go back, listen, or watch part one, two, three, and four. We've done it all week long. Coming up next week, Monday, I set it off the top, beach stepping. So get your cues in. Get your comments in about basketball or anything you want really dogs wedgies <laughs> dogs. no dunks at the athletic.com or tweet them in at no dunks inc inc <laughs> why is this clipper bro guy keep showing I up love, early I love this guy. Jeez, and now he's on fire whoops so yeah email them in no dunks at the athletic.com or tweet them in at no dunks inc get your no dunks merch over at no dunks.com Podcast listeners, leave us those sweet five-star ratings and reviews, especially at the start of the season, guys. you got to let new NBA fans know about the classics that we're churning out here. So do your part. Help us out. And on Tuesday, NBA opening night. I'm so ready for basketball, by the way. I'm enjoying the preseason wedgies and highlights. You know, see John Moran last night? Jesus. I only saw your tweet. Oh, my God. It was sick. But I'm like, okay, I'm done. And I'm tired of stat muse showing the Jimmy Butler photo of someone looking at a stat line in preseason. <laughs> Nicole, I'm so tired of it. How many rebounds? Oh, I'm so tired of it. Let's get the real basketball. Anyway, NBA opening night. Uh, our podcast in the morning. I think we're going to do some NBA tiers. Really try and slot these teams in the appropriate positions. I'm sure we'll get to a bunch of other stuff there. So we got shows on Monday and Tuesday, and then the basketball starts on Tuesday night. During the day, we're going to be jumping on the Athletic NBA show stream. And then this is new. We're just going to try this out. A little pregame show before the Sixers-Celtics game on TNT. 45-minute little pregame hang here on YouTube. YouTube only. So come kick it with us as we get ready for the actual real basketball. So long-winded way of saying, holy shit. (laughs) 
hold on to your butts because we have so much coming at you starting next week. Anything I'm missing that you want to throw in there? I don't think so. No? I think we got it all. I will say, you know, there's a mistake here or there today. I, I can't talk today. Um, I, I slept on a bamboo pillow for the first time yesterday. What? Big mistake. Wow. What does that mean? It means I was sleeping at the bamboo pool. No, it's uh, made a, a pool, uh, pillow made of bamboo. <laughs> have a palm frond for a blanket? Yeah. Anyway. I have a lot of questions about this. I'll yeah, save it's them a for bamboo. Monday. It's like a hypoallergenic, right? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. yeah. But you didn't anyway, sleep you, well. you didn't like it. Well, it's got to well, be a change. Well, it wasn't change, my... Yeah. Yeah, you never know. You never know with a new pillow. It, it felt... Uh, it, it thought it was really big. It felt large. Mm. But, you know, after a couple of hours of sleeping, it was crushed. And so mm. was my shoulder sleeping on oh. my side. It was. Ew. It got flat. Tough. Anyways, <laughs> uh, listen. Man. Listen, that's... I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I'm not talking about... What I'm talking about is... Maybe nine shows are too many in a week. What? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we got to this Friday show. Yeah, we survived it. Could it have been better if we didn't? Pull the we had a dog on today's show. Yeah, there's a, yeah. There's a lot going on. Here. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> should we have dog Fridays? Hell yeah, we should. You got yeah. the dog in you? <laughs> well, you know I got the dog in me. <laughs> Just went down to get an x-ray done in my chest and they found a dog <laughs> in my heart. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah. But I mean, bring Luna, bring Yams. Yeah. <laughs> Change the name of the drop to the dog. The dog. The dog. The dog. The dog. Firing up the, uh, the charcoal grill. A lot of dogs on that thing. Let's Ooh, go. There was a lot of dogs. There's a lot of dogs on that thing. All right. Well, okay. That's something to consider. Let us know. You want a dog-only <laughs> podcast? We can do that. We got so many dogs. Somebody signed Frank Jackson. This is a stupid joke. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, nine children too many. Is right? his name the dog? <laughs> no, his name is Frank. No, Frank. <laughs> he was tired of yeah. barbecuing. Yeah. Yeah, was I, I left. I left. I left the animal dog and I, I entered the realm. We were still on hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's the right way. Hey, 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 check your pocket. <laughs> if you pull out a, a pocket. Oh, <laughs> oh my, key, my keys are literally a hot dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Next sick. Friday. Next that Friday. Sick. You would have blown my mind. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, let's call it there. <laughs> Tess is right. Too many shows. Uh, thank you for joining us all week long. Leave those ratings and reviews. Hit the like button. Subscribe. We will see you on Monday with some Beach Steppin' Live at 10 a.m. Eastern. Enjoy your weekend. Till then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, send a photo of you with a dog today to us. <laughs> Brace the weekend, people. Yeah, Sorry. See you later. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>